Into the cauldron, handsome. Most powerful love potion in the world. Bottle, fame, brew, glory. I've never seen a more complicated potion. Disastrous should you get it wrong. Are we going to drink that? Welcome, friends, and welcome to Most Potent Podcast Mini Episode Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Francis. And I'm Rebecca. And today we're going to be talking about Harry Potter hot takes. Yes, we have some hot takes for you. We're going to go through them. We're going to talk about them, and we're going to we're going to see if we agree with them. So, yeah. all right. So, here's the first one. Okay. Um, and listeners, we will. This is by this is just a random list that we found, but via uh, Ranker.com. <laughs> so cool. Uh, we will try to link that in the description. Quality so listicle comes out. Quality listicle here. Yeah, we're really, really going for the going for the good ones mm-hmm. here. So, all right, here we go. Um, so number one, Harry should have been a teacher and not an R. Um, yeah, I think that's a good hot take because he clearly was thriving in the fifth one with the um, yeah. Dumbledore's army. He's mm-hmm. a very good teacher. He, like, actually took the time to understand his students. And I feel like he, like, actually showed true a true aptitude for that. And it, it just makes sense. Like, I, I feel like we've talked about it. I couldn't tell you which episode, but we've talked about this in the past. How Harry being an R doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, he had his whole childhood essentially taken away by fighting yeah. dark wizards. And you're going to tell mm-hmm. me that he's going to leave the battle of hogwarts and be like you know i want to keep doing this like yeah no <laughs> no i agree with you 100 percent. and so and the like on on the list thing um because of course they stole this list from reddit mm-hmm. and um the redditor that says um harry would have definitely been a defense against the dark arts teacher not an r mm-hmm. too much ptsd for him also having defeated voldemort the career scope for r's over the next 19 years would be drastically reduced you know i didn't even think about that yeah. you gotta go where the market is uh where the market market's hot yep yeah no you gotta go with the career market man <laughs> he's you know r's are more like you know they become the mall cops and uh Teachers are where it's at, so. A Diagon Alley mall cop. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, stopping the petty thieves. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) All right, hot take number two, and we've talked about this before, but uh, Hagrid was Harry's best father figure. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's why it's still better. I I don't know if I would say best, because I feel like him and uh, Arthur Weasley are very close. But see, I don't. I still think that. I mean, you know, if given the choice between Harry and Arthur's own children, he's gonna ch- pick his own children all the way. Like, oh, I that's don't, true. you know, yeah, that's true. Like, and I don't. And I, I mean, and I don't fault him for that. Mm-mm. That's no, you know. But I also think that Harry needed someone who was gonna prioritize him and only him. So that's true. Yeah, you make and, a good point. Uh, Reddit says Hagrid was more of a father to Harry than Sirius, Dumbledore, Lupin, Arthur combined. So. Yeah, I think I would tend to agree with that. I feel like the series mm-hmm. had potential, but like they just had such a short time together that exactly. I mean, yeah, Sirius only had two years, most of which he was on the run or depressed. So right. <laughs> or depressed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. Okay, re our episode. Why is Sirius Black's life so fucking tragic? Go listen to that for more of our thoughts. Yeah. So. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Speaking of Sirius, number three, James and Sirius were bad people. Were bad people. Yeah, that's that's the hot take. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Like, 
Uh, I don't agree with that one. I don't really see... Yeah, no, I don't agree either. I mean... I could maybe, if you... Like, I could maybe be convinced if you had a solid, like, solid argument as to why they were bad, but, like, in what context? Like, morally? I don't think so. Like, did they make bad choices? Sure, but everyone does. Like, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, there's being kind of an asshole jerkwad to people in school... And then there's being in a racist hate group. Like, well, I didn't. And then there's fighting against the racist hate. You know, it's like, that's just like, I don't, you know, I like, yes, I don't think that they were like amazing people, but also like, I think that they were 15 year olds dicking around and doing probably shitty things. Whereas like, again, re the Death Eater racist hate group that they were fighting against, you know? Right. Yeah. I wasn't thinking specifically in terms of like they're against the racist group therefore they must be good which like yes that is yeah that's true eh. but like there's a logical fallacy in there somewhere yeah it just depends on like how exactly you define bad person yeah like no i if they're I looking think at that... other things that they've done in their past then like sure there could be more room for discussion but i agree with you like all, yeah, all I mean, we know person... about them is that they were dicks in high school yeah this person justifies their hot take by saying james potter and sirius black were both genuinely shitty people that just so happened to be on the right side of the war and i disagree with I that i disagree with so. that i don't think they just so mm-hmm. happened to do anything i think they made a conscious choice to be on the right side of the war <laughs> especially serious because yeah. like, i mean serious serious's family he could very easily just stuck with it and that would have been easier for him yeah you know so yeah th- yeah <laughs> yeah no so i disagree with that one mm-hmm. um all right, then this is also one that we've kind of referenced before. Number four, Ron and Hermione are not compatible. Agreed. Completely. So, um, Reddit, Redditor, Dr. Zoidberger? Solid. <laughs> Again, I'm going to, I'm going to try and, li- and link this article in the description. So if anyone would like to go and, and visit these people's pages, whatever, um, but they say Ron is a huge dick to Hermione throughout the entire series, and there's no way they would be romantically compatible in real life. She is way too good for him. The epilogue would have been better if they had broken up and married other people. I hate Harry and Ginny together. It just felt like an excuse to have Harry and Hermione marry into the Weasley family. So this person has, like, multiple hot takes going at once, yeah. but I also agree with them. I agree with them, too. It, it felt way too nice and cookie-cutter at the end. It was contrived, Yeah. yeah. But, um, it was very contrived. And, I mean, I don't necessarily think Ron was a dick to her the entire time, but I do think they... I, I just can't see it. Like, yes, maybe there was, like, lust at some point. Or mm-hmm. maybe not lust, but, like, romantic chemistry, sure. Oh, yeah, no, I could totally see, like, the their whole, like, plotline where they kiss with the, at the during the final battle and, like, that. Yeah. Totally see that. Yeah. Like, I totally see that, but, like, later in life, nah, they would have broken up. But, yeah, I feel like it's not sustainable. Yeah, no, real, like, real-life relationships don't work like that. No, so. it's, it's way more than chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I think that I agree with that. Um, so, number five, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, I don't know, I don't know, I feel like I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need you to help persuade me either way on this one, okay. but Goblet of Fire has a terrible, has a terrible plot. Oh, I like it. 
That's how so, yeah, that's, I feel book, like, so. I see. I feel like people either love or hate Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. and it's just like a thing. So, okay, so here's here's their justification. Okay. The Goblet of Fire has a terrible plot. There are literally zero reasons Harry should have participated in the Triwizard Tournament. The majority of the problems came from the Goblet itself. Not only does it have some stupid, vague, quote, binding magical contract, but they didn't even bother to check if it applied to Harry. Sure, uh, most of them believed he was lying, but you're telling me the contract would apply even though he didn't actually do it? All he had to do was sit to the side and nothing would have or should have happened. Okay, when you put it like that, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very fair, yeah. (laughs) It was still my favorite book, but it was because of the extra embellishments. Like, if you get past the fact that the plot probably would never have happened... (laughs) <laughs> and just kind of roll with it, then it becomes yeah. fantastic. But, like, yeah, from the start, it really should never have been a thing. Yeah, I don't, I think that Goblet Fire, I've been told before that it is like, it's the sports book, and it's like people either like it or they don't like it because they either like or they don't like sports. So, and that's like... I disagree with that one because I don't uh, like sports, but I like that book. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, that one at I least do. is different. It's funny because I actually, it's funny. So actually, after our music episode, mm-hmm. the one where we, um, it's called Hedwig, um, Hedwig's theme is the closest thing that muggles get to actual magic. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is weirdly one of our most popular episodes. I wasn't anticipating that being a popular episode for us, but it was. Yeah. It's like one of our, it's it's like in our top five, yeah. but I don't know. So, which we love to see it. But, um, but after that episode, for some reason, I revisited Goblet of Fire because I was looking at some of the music from it, mm-hmm. and I like it so much more now. Like I, I genuinely like, I like it a lot. So, and I, I don't know. I, I used to use. It used to be that Goblet of Fire was like in my bottom yeah. of the of my book rankings, but now it's like I like it a lot more now. So I really like it. I, like when it comes to the, when it comes to the. Um, the plausibility of the plot it really does kind of make you wonder because like if one guy was able to put someone's name someone else's name in the goblet what's stopping literally anyone else from putting everyone else's name in there like it just makes me kind of question the whole process and it makes me question why the hell harry's involved in anything and just like the whole thing is like wait really but then also if you look at the harry potter books in general that's not very off-brand that's true yeah it's kind of just like Harry. what hair what hijinks will harry be involved with this year like like every single especially the earlier books like the first through the fourth every single one of those like harry 1000 percent shouldn't have been involved with 90 percent of what goes on in those stories (laughs) yeah but yeah so the only one that that was even like slightly realistic was prisoner of azkaban because that was events happening outside of hogwarts that harry had no control over right whereas like if harry just sat down and shut up for chamber of secrets and Mm -hmm. sorcerer's stone like he probably could have been fine (laughs) although yeah i don't know about the chamber of secrets because i feel like he was rather proactive in that one that's fair yeah but either way, I think that in terms of this hot take, though, Goblet of Fire has a terrible plot. Objectively, yes, true. Yeah. But we kind of enjoy it, though. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just because it has a terrible plot. It's like reality television, you know? It's yeah. like, yes, it does have a terrible plot. Do we watch it anyway? Heck yes. Always yes. <laughs> All right. So this one is 
is a hot, hot take. This one is a, is a steaming hot take. So, all right. Uh, Harry should have been the secret son of Lily and Snape. Ew, what? (laughs) Ew. All right. And here's their, here's their, uh, here's their justification. My most controversial opinion is this. It would have made a far different and oddly adventurous story if Harry was the illegitimate child of Snape and Lily and not James's son, and only Lily knew. This would change a lot of the scenarios, and if the reveal came in book seven, it would have led to brilliant ramifications. I'm with you on that. The ramifications, like, if only Lily knew about it, and then all of a sudden there was, like, this big reveal in book seven where, like, Snape finds out and Harry finds out, like... It would be one of those scenarios where, like, I just want to see what happens. <laughs> like, like I yeah, just no. sit back and watch. Yep, 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 yep. I'm with you but on that. But then it's like, yeah, but then it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, no, I I, I mean, I completely disagree with this, but I, I do agree with the fact that it would have made things interesting. Yeah. And I think that it's a very interesting, like, intellectual exercise to, like, engage with of how, how that would have changed things. Yeah. But I also think that that just wouldn't have worked. So I don't, you know. Yeah, it would have. Uh, yes, it's a good exercise. I would love to kind of. We should do a mini episode on that sometime and just like explore what <laughs> might have happened. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's how it should have gone. It would just be mm-hmm. like. It would be a cool AU. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. A cool AU. We love an AU. It's a good way to put it. We love an AU. <laughs> All right. Number seven. This is a quick one. Okay. Hagrid was too short. He should have been taller. That's okay. it. That's the hot take. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. Have like, no I think that, yeah, I think that they definitely, like, you know, I remember, because um, I'm rereading the first one right now, um, and they describe his hands as, like, being as big as, like, garbage can lids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was not what the actor had in the movies. Like, you know, so. Oh, as big as garbage. You know, because they say dustpan, don't they? Yeah, they say dustpan. Okay, I always pictured like a like an American dustpan with the. They say dustbin. Du- oh, that's sorry, dustbin. Yeah. My bad. Dustbin. I always pictured yes, that's a dustpan. So in that case, oh, yeah. that makes, I'm like, okay, that sounds seems right that sounds like a human hand like a large human yeah. hand yeah that's fine but no but then when you when you think about garbage can lids that's you're just different. like oh shit <laughs> yeah 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 i mean sure i think that i mean in the movies i think that it's like they did the best that they could with the force perspective thing and like mm-hmm. I, I like i think it's not something that i'm super concerned it's like now looking back now as an adult i'm like Hagrid is very inconsistently sized in the movies. Oh, like course. sometimes they have they have forced perspective, sometimes they don't, sometimes it's weird. It's like it's very inconsistent. Yeah. Especially in the earlier movies. Yeah. But eh, you know, so Yeah, because in the earlier movies they make him look ginormous. Yeah. And whereas like, you know. I feel like by the end it was just kind of like especially when they had him standing next to Madame Maxime. Like Yeah. I mean I know she is a giant, so like or She's yeah. big boned, pardon. <laughs> yeah, pardon. <laughs> but like so she's she's supposed to be a very large woman, but like he looks tiny next to her. Yeah, so I mean I agree, but it's also not something that I'm like, I don't really think that's the hottest of hot takes. No. <laughs> Alright, number eight. Voldemort's final monologue was better in the movies. Did he even have a monologue in the final mo- in the movie? He's like, I- ha! Harry Potter! 
Hunter! Yeah, I thought they just battled. <laughs> weird fucking laugh. And that was it. Well, kind of. It was weird. I don't, like, I mean, honestly, when like... Was, like, when Harry was dead and he was monologuing? Is that what they're talking about? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Mm. And it's, I mean, that's the thing, and it's just, I don't, I mean, I disagree with this, because I also just hate how the final battle came about in the movies. I think it was very Sucked. badly done. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, I mean, honestly, that's worthy of a of its own mini-episode, so look out for that in the future, listeners. Yeah. But, um, it's, but yeah, no, I mean, I just, I the monologue, I think, it makes so much more sense in the books. It makes the plot line is much clearer, so. Yeah, because in the book, like, Harry and Voldemort were actually monologuing while battling, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I actually felt like they had, like, your classic villain-hero battle in the book, where they're like, you know, the, it's like, are you are you really gonna end my life? And be like, I'd be glad to. Like, that type of yeah. energy. Yeah. But none of that And it's like, and Harry's, movie. like, Harry's calling him Tom, like, I don't, you know, yeah. it's just, I don't know, I think it was missing something. It was, the movie was missing something because fucking David Yates had to fuck it all up. Yeah. That man. Anyway. All right, number nine. Bellatrix was a bad villain. How? So the justification is Bellatrix was not a good villain. She was simply bored, crazy, and a racist. And unlike Voldemort, she had no deepness to her character. I do not understand why people love her. So Love her as a villain? Yeah, because like, a lot of people love her. Like, they're yeah. like, you know, she's like their favorite villain. And I'm kind of like, I mean, she was kind of crazy but I don't, I don't think that she was a bad villain. I think she was a very good villain. I think that she was a very fanatical, like, uh, like I think uh, arguably she was a better villain than Voldemort because her motives were different. I think, yeah. well, maybe not better villain than Voldemort, different villain, different types of villain. Yeah, I feel like in, like, pop culture, well, maybe not modern pop culture, but this would be some, I actually truly don't know, like, how the perception of villains has changed over time. But, at least based on what I know now of people's perceptions of villains, I feel like people love the villain that's, like, has the the tragic backstory with, like, the one glimmer of hope that, like, oh... Yeah, they... people love a redeemable villain. Yes, exactly. And she... I don't think she is. I think she's... No. She's just... She sucks all around and just, like, terrible. So, like, to me, that makes a good villain because, like... Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that she's a villain. No, and that's... Yeah, I think that it's just, like, she plays the part of devoted follower so perfectly. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, like, she doesn't really have goals for herself. She has goals. She wants Voldemort to win, and that's it. Like, she's, you know... Yeah. And, I mean, again, if we consider the monstrosity that is Cursed Child canon, she slept with him. (laughs) So, you know, like, woof. So, hate that a lot. But, uh, yeah, wild. Do you think uh, Voldemort, I almost said Dumbledore, do you think Voldemort, like, actually has a penis? Well, he certainly has something. Well, that's what I, he doesn't have a nose. It's a snake tail. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Moving on, moving on, moving on. We're not going into that. All right. Number 10 in our final hot take of this this mini episode right now. Mm -hmm. And it is an interesting one to end on. So Voldemort was the only way giants, werewolves, and more would get rights. Ooh. Okay. So because of the whole battle of Hogwarts, or like the whole Voldemort regime, I don't know. Are they saying that, like, because of the discrimination that his 
rule enforced than that allowed once it ended than it allowed them to have rights? Like, what are they saying? No, um, they're saying that, yeah, it is kind of explained poorly, but they're saying that if Voldemort had won, that would be the only way that those types of, like, creatures would have gotten better rights and been more integrated into society. Oh, if Voldemort had won. So, I I disagree with that. that. But, because, I mean, I do think, I mean, I think that wizards treated all of those people terribly as we see particularly with the werewolves as we see demonstrated by lupin Mm -hmm. but you know i think that it's um like voldemort was just using those creatures so and and in order to you know basically just be part of his army whereas like I, i don't think that the situation would have improved either way no i believe if voldemort had won then 1000% all of those marginalized groups would, like you said, like he used them to, to win the war. And then once he won, I have no doubt in my mind that he would cast them out. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, I think that, you know, the only way that they're going to get rights are, you know, people like Hermione Granger going into the ministry and, you know, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, so those were our, harry potter hot takes for this week we hope that you enjoyed them please let us know um dm us on instagram or twitter Mm -hmm. and let us know what you think let us know if you disagree with any of our opinions if you like have i can teach you how to bewitch the mind i've always felt our futures lay outside the world of academics (laughs) tastes like goblin piss see you next time